Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to have my next guest who needs no introduction, but I'll introduce her anyways. Anne-Marie Pollocky-Dinkle, Senior Events Manager at Bevy and CMX and the brains behind CMX Summit 2021 Rise. Today, we talk about the outcomes of the event, the successes, the learnings, and some of the metrics. And Anne-Marie hints at what she's already planning for CMX Summit 2022. Welcome back to the Community Corner, Anne-Marie. It's so nice to have you again. Thanks, Beth. Always a pleasure spending more time with you. I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, this is the fourth and final episode in our four-part series about CMX Summit Rise, which has happened. And today, we're going to be talking about how it went, what were the goals, what were the things you learned, and I am so excited to dive right in. I am so pumped. Can't believe this is our fourth and final episode, Crimea River. I'm so sad, but it's okay. We'll obviously be talking again. (laughs) (laughs) So how did it go? Like in a tweet-sized response, how did CMX Summit go? Summit was awesome. And awesome would be all capitalized. And then I'd use my pink sparkle heart emoji and three exclamation marks. That's a tweet, right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But all of that put aside, CMX Summit was so much fun. It went so well. Huge testament to the industry itself. Everyone showing up, coming out, and just participating. The live engagement, like all the feels for CMX Summit 2021 rise. Amazing. And can you share some high-level metrics with our listeners? Like, what were some of the goals? And did you come close to some of the goals that you set? What were some of those like high level numbers that people want to know? Yeah, of course. So obviously, we're going to have our retrospective blog post comes out. So I'll dive way deeper into those numbers. But as far as RSVPs, we had 5,500 RSVPs, over 90 speakers, 66 sessions and workshops. We had over a 42. Oh, I'm forgetting the number. Oh my goodness. I need to get all this, all this set, but it was like a 40, uh, 44% diversity in, um, speakers and our speaker lineup. And, um, we also had a net promoter score of 67. Amazing. So still going, yeah, still going through everything. Again, the retrospective blog post will be out. So that dive deep into everything, what went well, what didn't go well, what we can work on and just kind of high level about summit from the back end in my perspective. Awesome. Well, and I have to have a quick shout out for our social media engagement because this year we obviously had some swag that we were able to give away and raffle off the swag giveaways with people tweeting and sharing photos and, you know, doing it for a chance to win a CMX Summit swag box. We saw incredible social media engagement which was so much fun. And then we were able to announce the winners live, which I think was just so fun. And I've already seen people sharing pictures of them like wearing Summit socks and like their tote bag and stuff. It's so fun. 
Oh, I cannot wait. We're still getting our summit boxes and waiting on that, right? So I can't wait to show off my socks and all of that. But for anyone out there who's put on a swag program and started that from scratch, they understand, you know, how difficult it is to set it up, how many moving pieces. So I'm so glad that, you know, we were able to get that together. And Beth, you had a huge, huge part in it. And I know everyone is so excited. I cannot wait for my unboxing of all of like the cool pieces that I'll be getting. I know everybody loves swag. Like people will do a lot for swag. So I think it's kind of like the secret to success, but back to the event. Okay. I want to hear, do we know like what was the most popular session or what was the most popular fun activity? Cause we had so many fun activities at summit. Definitely. So I'll go through the popular session first and then into the activity hands down going through the feedback and listening to everything was um, Seth Godin and his talk with our very own David Spinks. Seth, um, he focused on community. uh, He was on our community-driven marketing track. He gave so many tidbits and pieces of advice that folks just were super, super into. And he was so insightful. And I you know, I say he's my BFF right now. We go way back. I joke with the whole team about that, as you've heard my plenty of uh, my so many jokes, but he's just seriously such a kind and caring human. And Beth, he did forget your little, your little note that you told him, please share with us because I don't think anyone else knows except us. All right, everyone, Beth's time here. Listen to her great idea with Beth. I complimented him on his glasses because he has these like iconic Seth Godin glasses. This is behind the seat, like in the green room when we were ready to go on stage. And he pulls out all these other pairs of glasses that are all equally iconic, like yellow and blue and sparkly and polka dot. And he was like, maybe I'll just change the glasses in the middle of the the session. I was like, if you change the glasses, I will give a CMX Summit swag box to the first person who comments about it. (laughs) Who noticed? Anyway, but he forgot. And you know what? I think that it's totally awesome that he forgot because it was an incredible conversation. And like, it was clear that he was so invested in the conversation, the questions David was asking. We had such engagement in the chat as well. Like people were totally loving it. So I'm not surprised that it was our most popular session. Oh yeah. Like he, he nailed it. Definitely. Okay. So moving on to the popular fun activity, Beth, you know, that is like my fave part of planning any CMX event. So I'll get into that. In the feedback form, everyone was just saying how much they loved the chicken emoji. And that became like the mascot of CMX Summit 2021 Rise, you know. And for folks that um, joined us last year, I had a, a parrot show. So this year I had chickens, learn how to raise backyard chickens. And I've decided moving forward every year, I'm going to have a feathered, a bird feathered friend, like kind of activity or show, because also Bevy is a gathering of birds, right? So what better way, Beth, you heard it here. Everyone, you heard it here. I'm thinking next year, ostrich or like a flying dove show. Can you imagine a flying dove show? Oh, yes. I can't, but Anne-Marie, you will make it happen. And I love that about your fun activities. Backyard chickens were the most popular, and I'm not even surprised. The chickens had their own slide deck. Like, it was... (laughs) 
Yeah, definitely. Absolutely amazing. Okay. I now want to hear, because this was like hybrid and this was a big deal for the industry, the events industry, the community industry. What was your biggest surprise in planning this? And like, and what happened at Summit? Like what surprised you the most? As part, as far as like the planning goes and everything, I guess the thing that surprised me the most and is also kind of a challenge was like planning for hybrid in general. Like everyone, again, we're still this far into the pandemic and everything. And we are figuring out all the different ways that we can plan a hybrid event. And there's so many possibilities and pieces to the puzzle that can go here and there, you know, just so many variations. But ultimately in the end, we were able to connect with our wonderful CMX Connect hosts. And they hosted seven different in-person events throughout the world. And a highlight like it was a huge surprise for me because I know you also messaged me during the event and you're like, oh, let's do this CMX Summit. Uh, Spain chapter's coming on. Like you're coming. And I was like, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And it was, I literally got chills and had the biggest amount of FOMO. Like I wanted to be with the Spain, the Madrid chapter so badly where they were like cheersing with them, just being in person. You know, they're all wearing their summit swag. It was such a great feeling. Yeah, it was so cool. And for those who missed it, yeah, we had a watch party in Madrid, Spain. Valentina and Angela hosted an event at a local bar in Spain, in Madrid, and uh, we were able to like check in with them live. And they did a live raffle and we got a lot of waves and it looked just so wonderfully normal to be gathering in person. My favorite photo that I saw was the one that our host in Lagos, Nigeria sent of the watch party and projected onto this big screen. They're all sitting around a table with snacks and notebooks and projected onto a huge screen is me making the craziest face. Like, what? What was I talking about? But anyway, it's just so cool to see in person that CMX Summit, you know, we were able to reach so many different people with a virtual event, but still have that magic of bringing some people together in person. I absolutely love that. And Beth, just so you know, you are part, you're a huge piece of that magic. Uh, What's that one meme that was going uh, viral in our community? It was like, (laughs) Beth, the coffee you need. Oh, I forgot it. I'm (laughs) blanking right now, but oh my goodness. I was like, yes, that's my girl. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i shared those memes with my family and friends and i was like i have reached a different status now like people are making memes about me and i'm really proud of that (laughs) Uh, you should be i love reading them keep them coming folks the beth memes (laughs) i'm i'm here i'm here for it well and so Marie, i think the question that's on everybody's mind is a how many hours did you sleep after CMX Summit finished? And B, have you taken any time off and do you plan to? Okay, so A, I feel I'm like, I feel like I'm still tired. I can't even, I don't <laughs> even know how much I slept. But you know, there's a lot, as every event planner knows, there's a lot that goes on into post-event work and collecting the info, presenting it, like making sure it's all tidied up and going through those numbers. Ooh, Excel and spreadsheets, like it doesn't stop right after the event. It kind of carries over. So I'm still catching up on that. I'll let you know when this is all said and all done. But yes, I am going to be taking some time off. I'm so excited. Um, Beginning of October, we've got another masterclass coming up. So setting up all that, doing the retrospective, setting up the masterclass. Then I'm going to go see my Auntie Pam. We're going to go to, she lives in Arizona. We're going to drive out to Durango, Colorado. Never been, never even heard of it, but she said it's her favorite place in the world. And I cannot wait to spend that time with her. 
Awesome. Okay, good. See, it's so important to take time off to avoid burnout. I love that you're leading by example. Okay, we have time for one more question. And I think this is also one that's burning in people's brains. So now that you've hosted a hybrid event and it was a roaring success, (laughs) what is some (laughs) advice that you would give to someone looking to plan their own? Yeah, of course. So again, like I said this last time and I'll say it once more, but being flexible and ultimately trusting yourself. Like you are a professional, you're an event professional, you've done the work, you've done the research, you've gone through every checkbox there is because that's how we are. (laughs) That's how our mind works, you know, and go with, take all that info and trust the decision you're making. So if you're going to put on a hybrid event, like figure out what you need to do. If you have to, you know, something like us, what we had to do cancel last minute just because it was unsafe. And that's how we viewed the event and what we deemed like, then that is something that, you know, just trust yourself and go with it. Awesome. I love that advice. We often hear in this industry of imposter syndrome, you know, people guess second guessing what they're working on or second guessing the decisions they're making. And of course, it's easier said than done to try to shake that imposter syndrome off. But yeah, trusting yourself trusting that you're making the right decision, trusting that you know more than anyone else in the room like about this event that's going to happen for the audience that you know better about than anyone else. So I think that's great advice. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Thanks, Beth. Always so much fun joining you. I love it. I love our time together. (laughs) Well, it's been such a pleasure and I'm sad that this is our series is over. But I think that this like we had some pretty positive feedback from and like the listen numbers and stuff were really high for these podcast series. So I think we'll probably bring it back for CMX Summit 2022, which you can save the date for an RSVP for already because we're just so excited. We're like, let's plan, start planning already. (laughs) Already got the birds down. Yep. Ready starting to plan. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, we we will have feathered friends in 2022 as well. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It has been such a pleasure. And congratulations again on the biggest and most successful CMX Summit ever. Thanks so much, Beth. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre. 